morning and welcome to Starting Right with Danny Mac. I'm going to be here every Monday to Friday to help you get a great five-minute start to your day. So grab your cup of coffee, sit back, relax, and let me help you start your day right. Hey, good morning, everyone, and welcome to this Friday's Roundup. We're going to take a look at our episodes this week and just remind you of some of the things we've talked about. Hopefully you'll be blessed by it. And maybe you'll be able to share some of the things from this week with your friends and family this weekend. Let's get back into it. Monday, great day. We started off the week being reminded that God really loves us. It's a new song by Dante Bow and David Crowder that reminds us of God's love for us, especially in those times when we are feeling overwhelmed or underprepared. God is still there for us to love us. And we really need that reminder so often. The song says, I have a friend, and he is my strength. He is my portion. He's with me in the valley. He's with me in the fire. He's with me in the storm. We are not alone. God really loves us. We are never in a place where God is not able to reach us with his love and to touch us and to help us. That's just who God is. He is love. And he truly wants to love us, make an impact in our lives, and through his love, help us to live the best life possible while we are here on this earth, and then be able to live with him forever in eternity. Jeremiah 31.3 says, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I've drawn you to myself with unfailing kindness. That's what God does. He loves us with an everlasting love, and he continues to draw us to himself. Great song. Check it out. God Really Loves Us by Dante Bow and David Crowder. Tuesday, we talked about the prophet Habakkuk. His book in the Old Testament is only three chapters long, but it's quite an interesting book. At the beginning of that book, Habakkuk starts talking to God in a way that, you know, sometimes we might feel like doing, but we really don't very often talk to God like he did. See, Habakkuk was really ticked off at God. He starts off this way. How long, O Lord, must I call for help? But you do not listen. Violence is everywhere, I cry, but you do not come to save. Must I forever see these evil deeds? Why must I watch all this misery wherever I look? I see destruction and violence. I am surrounded by people who love to argue and fight. Almost seems like it could be written today, doesn't it? Well, as you read through the next couple chapters of this book, God reveals to Habakkuk why these things are happening and what God really is doing behind the scenes. And God makes a number of promises to Habakkuk about how he will restore his people and how he will deal with the enemies of his people. And then Habakkuk repents of what he has done. And in chapter 3, verse 17, he says, Even though the fig trees have no blossoms and there are no grapes on the vines, even though the olive crop fails and the fields lie empty and barren, and even though the flocks die in the fields and the cattle barns are empty, yet will I rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in the God of my salvation, for the sovereign Lord is my strength. Habakkuk learned a very important lesson, that what we see happening around us does not determine whether God is alive and working or not. God has declared to us that he always will love us and he will always care for us. And we need to trust him even when the times seem like they're absolutely crazy. God is still there for us to love us and to help us. And that's the lesson that Habakkuk got a hold of. Even if, even if the worst thing possible happens, I will serve the Lord. Even if I don't understand what's going on, I will love God. 
And that's a challenge to each one of us, to keep our even ifs, to know that even if the very worst thing happened, would we still love God? Yesterday's episode was called Service with a Smile. And in it, we talked about why we do what we do, particularly as Christians. Why do we continue to serve the Lord? Why do we continue to do the things we do in church? Is it truly because of our commitment and relationship with Jesus Christ? Or are we looking for something else? Are we looking for the approval and the rewards that come from man? I had attended a Bible study where this was the main thrust of the lesson. The challenge to examine ourselves and really figure out what is our true motivation. And in the Bible study, the teacher challenged each one of us to every once in a while in our Christian walk to examine why we teach, why we speak, why we serve, why we do anything. Is it because we truly love God and want to serve Him? Or is it because we want the approval and the gratitude of people? We shared a great story about two churches and their youth groups. You'll have to listen to the episode to catch all of that, but it's really good. You will enjoy it. Colossians chapter 3 and verse 23 tells us to work willingly at whatever you do, as though you were working for the Lord rather than for people. We need to remember that everything we do should bring honor to God, and our greatest desire in life should be to please Him in everything we do. So whether you're a banker or a teacher or a bus driver or a stay-at-home mom, it really doesn't matter what you do. We just want to make sure that we're doing it in a way that brings honor to God. We treat people with the love of God and with the grace and patience that they deserve. It's been a good week again, gang. I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Make sure you get to church if you can. Spend some time with your family. Enjoy your weekend together. And we will talk again on later. Thank you for listening today. And I invite you to join me Monday to Friday right here on Starting Right with Danny Mack.